What is up, you gorgeous, fabulous creatures, and welcome to another episode of the all-new, brand-new F the Scale podcast. You're here with Kylie Parks, Australia's emotional eating coach, and as you know, I am always thrilled and delighted to be here with you. I feel that I must explain myself if you are watching me on YouTube today. If you're listening to the podcast, you shall be none the wiser, and this is probably the best place to be listening to me for the next few months. If you're watching on YouTube, I... I had a little of the nip and tuck done. Like, well, I want to say nip and tuck wasn't that at all. I had my Botox done last week and somebody went a little overboard and I cannot move my face. I cannot talk properly. Like I can't smile and talk at the same time. My brow does not move an inch. I literally don't know what happened, but it doesn't You may not notice anything. I certainly feel like a a carnival freak. I will tell you that. And I am counting the hours of the days until this stuff wears off. But until then, I'm going to do my best. So if I sound a little lispy or a little weird today, I I feel like now I have explained myself and you will know why. But and And thus leads us into the theme of today's podcast, which is stress eating, honey. Oh, come on now, stress eating, stress eating. If there's anybody out there who hasn't done it, like, well, then you just must be a freak from Mars because I don't know anybody who hasn't eaten because they are stressed. Now, well, that's probably not true. With that being said, I have maybe, actually, I can think of one girlfriend in my entire life who, when she's stressed, she stops eating and she loses weight. She's the girl we all love to hate. Like basically that's who she is. Uh, The rest of us mere mortals, when we get stressed, we tend to eat. And so this is what we're talking about today. And the impetus for this was because I have been under a lot of stress lately, not of my own volition. (laughs) And is it ever really? Like who ever wants to be under stress? I have some unfortunate person in my life who I cannot get rid of. And they are causing me extreme amounts of stress. And I feel strongly that they just take delight in it. Like I really think that this is a, a fun pastime for them. But it's, you know, it it lands and we learn new coping mechanisms. That's what I keep telling myself. I am going to be stronger out the other side of this. Not only stronger, but as you hear me say, smart, sexy, savvy, and switch the fuck on. You, I, I swear to you, I tell you this because you know, we've talked about stress. We could all throw examples at each other, like, you know, pies, like they're just so common. I was speaking with my dad this morning. He thinks he's got a stressful situation because he's waiting for his new car. Oh, please, can we bring out the violins? Like, I'm so sorry, dad, your new car hasn't arrived just yet. But he's very stressed about it. It's not here yet. And I said, dad, father, if this was me, it is a learning opportunity. And you can you can package it however you like. You can either sit back, get stressed, worked up and really, you know, freaking out about it, or you can tell yourself this is a if no, let's backtrack. If this was an opportunity for me to learn and grow, what could I potentially get out of this that is going to make me better moving forward? So, with that little tidbit on the side there, Let's dive into today's podcast. Now, I will just let you know before we dive fully into today's episode that the brand new, all new free weight loss course is days away now. It's days away. I have just finished creating this morning, actually, the cheat sheet that goes with it. 
and oh my God, like I'm just going to say you will be able to get everything you've ever hoped for in your life when it comes to losing weight, healing and restoring your relationship with food just from this free course alone. It's so fucking good. So I think we are literally, it's going to happen this week. I think I'm just going to put it out to the universe. Where are we? It's Thursday in my little corner of the world. So I'm going to say this will be happening next week. It's launching. If you haven't yet skipped on over to kyliepacks.com forward slash free course, the link is below in the description box, then you need to do it immediately so that you can be the first one to get your little mitts on it. Now, when we talk about stressful situations in our lives, first of all, we all have them. Second of all, you can't avoid them. Even if you don't have one right now, you can't avoid it. I've said this multiple times, but I will just throw it out there again. They, I say in quotation, like air quotes, they, we don't know who the fuck they are, but we let them run our lives. We don't know who they are, but they run our lives. They have done a study that has apparently found out that our life is a 50-50 split between happy times and sad times. So uh, supposedly at the end of your lifetime, if you were to weigh things up, then they say that you would have experienced about 50% of your life in happiness, joy, fantastic events and, and feelings, and the other 50% not so good, not. Now, I personally think that that's like, well, they can say, they can say what they like. That's bullshit. Like that's just bullshit for me. I don't accept that. For me, I'm going for at worst an 80-20 split. I want 80% happiness and joy and excitement and gratitude and 20%, I'm sure there are things that you can't, you know, avoid and, and there's going to be sadness and upset. But I know that we govern our minds well, pretty much all the time. Therefore, I have the choice. I have the choice of how I want to feel, react, and respond to everything that's going on around me. Case in point, with the with the individual that I mentioned earlier, that particular individual does seem to take great delight in causing upset for other people. I cannot control that person. And I don't, I wouldn't want to. And I wouldn't want to. I want, if they want to do what they want to do and that brings them happiness in their life, go your hardest, baby. Like you do you. But I'm going to be over here not letting it upset, distract, or redirect my focus in any way from the things that I am determined to experience and achieve in my life. No fucking way in hell. Like that's, it's now becoming, and I've worked really hard on it. It's now becoming like water off a duck's back to me. Like I I hear it. I see it. I think, what the fuck now? (laughs) And I let it roll right off of me because I am so focused and so excited and so pumped about where I'm going in my life. And let me just tell you, like, it's not like I'm going somewhere special. I'm not going to go meet Oprah tomorrow. Nothing amazing is happening in my life, but I get myself worked up and excited and looking forward to the things that are coming for me because I want to have an enjoyable life. I don't want to go just through the motions of like, oh, clock in, clock out, eat your dinner, go to bed. Like, you know, fucking rinse and repeat. What the fuck is that? What kind of a life is that? And I say that with such passion, even though, let me insert here, if you're watching on YouTube, you wouldn't know because my fucking face can't move. How, side note, I say this with such passion because I spent 
90% of the life that I have lived already, exactly like that, honey, exactly like that. I just fucking clocked in, did the bare minimum, clocked the fuck out, waited for the weekend, spent my money. Like I didn't have direction. I didn't care for direction, didn't even really know what it was. Just I really truly thought, you're going to think I'm just such a delusional bitch now. I truly thought something great was just going to befall me because because it just should. Like some Prince Charming was going to come and marry me and he would have all the money and I wouldn't have to work hard. Or I would just amazingly, just magically win the lotto and, you know, everything would be fantastic and I wouldn't have to work hard. Well, it took me way too fucking long to realize that's not a thing. In fact, anything that you want and want to enjoy in your life, you generally have to work hard for. Now I'm down for the hard work. I'm like, bring it on because I want the experience of growth. I now really fully get it. Please, took me 50 fucking years to work this shit out. I really get it now that I'm not going to really fully enjoy the win. If I haven't exerted any energy or effort or growth or done something for it, case in point would be gym, going to the gym. Like if you fucking woke up tomorrow and your body just looked magical and exactly how you want it to look, and I'm just going to say, listen, if that fucking happened to me, I wouldn't be sad about it. Like I wouldn't just go, oh, please take it away now because I want to work for it. No, I'd be delirious. I'd be strutting down the street naked, like check my body out, like I'm all that. And also... You wouldn't know how to keep or maintain what you had magically got because you wouldn't know what on earth you did to get there. It's so important. The journey is so important because it's where you figure out how the fuck you're going to maintain and keep this incredible thing that you're getting. But when we talk about stress eating, we've all got a thousand examples. And I was the queen of stress eating. I spent most of my life stress eating. The biggest and clearest example that I have was when I was in the midst of my divorce I had at that time just sort of come off the back of one of the worst and last diets that I did where I didn't eat for 40 days. I need to, I speak about this frequently, but I have never done an entire podcast on it. And I really think I might do that next week because I want you to understand the journey and what I went through and why I did such a stupid thing. Let's just preface this. It was stupid. I didn't eat for 40 days. I did see a GP. I did see the doctor prior to starting the stupid thing and told them what I wanted to do. She also told me I was stupid, but I said, I I understand, but I want you to monitor me while I do it. So I will do a full podcast on exactly what happened there and how that came about and why it all happened. But I had come off the back of this ridiculous fast, juice fast that I did, and I did it for 40 days and I'd lost a ton of weight. And after that, my husband at the time said, he was going through his own issues. This wasn't not entirely because of my weight, but he was going through his own issues. And, you know, part of that meant he said, I just, I don't love you anymore. I don't know if I even love you anymore. He never said, I don't love you. <laughs> that's why if he did, that's fine. But he never did. He was just, he didn't know. He goes, I don't know how I feel. And he was going through his own depressive state and whatever. And he was just in an emotional turmoil. And he was, I don't know what's going on. I said, that's fine. Listen, that's fine, honey. You don't need to know. But if you don't know, I certainly deserve someone who fucking does. So that was the beginning of the end. And what happened in that time period was that we were stuck living together for 12 months whilst the the division of assets and selling of properties and so on went 
on. We were fucking stuck living under the same roof for 12 months. He slept on the couch. I slept in the bed because, you know, fuck that. I wasn't going to be going to the couch. I slept in the bed. He slept on the couch. And it was not a pleasant experience. It wasn't like we were just, you know, give each other a little hug every morning and go, it'll be all right. We'll get through this. No, we pretty much hated each other's guts during that period of time. He was living his own life. He was very active and into the gym at that point. He was doing his midlife crisis, basically. He was going through a midlife crisis. And he probably wouldn't admit that if if you asked him. But he was going to the gym. He lost a ton of weight. He got really buff. Like, he, listen, I'll say he looked amazing. He looked fucking the best he'd ever looked. The guy looked incredible. And he was out with all the girls and doing all the nasty things. And he was I at home. So he would come and fucking go as he pleased. And I just feel I have to insert this here. We love each other dearly and are best friends now. Now, now we see each other all the time. Now we talk. Now everything is fantastic. This is like whatever, 10 years or something. I don't know, eight years or something. It's been a while. It's been a while. But back then, not so much fun. Definitely not friends. It was hideous, hideous. And every single time he walked into the room that I was in, I literally felt so much stress and so much pressure. I jumped off of the couch or this chair or wherever I was and ran, run, don't walk. I ran to the pantry and started stuffing any food in my face. I was going to say any shit, any food in my face that I could because I just couldn't, I couldn't feel the emotions and the stress and the panic and the everything of just having him in my atmosphere. (laughs) Like it was just too much. So when we are talking like this about highly stressful and volatile situations, I personally, in my experience, feel that death and divorce rank as the top two. If you have another stressful situation, by all means, finances for sure fucking comes right up there. They would be the three. Death, what did I say? Death, divorce, and finances would be my absolute top three. If something's going to tip you over the edge and make you like fall into an eating frenzy, it's going to be one of those three things. So I circle back to my example about this individual that for a few years now, and I feel like I feel like I want to explain why I can't cut them out of my life, but I can't explain too much. I, I just can't. I can't say too much. I just say I have this individual that I cannot cut out of my life. They're there. And because of that, I need to learn coping skills that I probably wouldn't have had to learn if I wasn't exposed to this particular personality type. So what I've come up with as a result of this See, and this is what I mean. When I talk about, is there something that could be potentially positive that you could get out of this that could be beneficial for you? There's always, always a silver lining. And here's what I'm going to give you. I had come up with this three-step system because as I said, previously in years gone by, I would have stuffed my face over this sort of thing, but I'm just so focused and determined now not to dishonor myself in that way. And also fully, fully, fully aware fully aware now that eating is not going to resolve the situation. Me putting food in my mouth is not going to change what somebody else does or doesn't do. You putting food in your mouth is not going to change the boss that is a dick. You putting food in your mouth is not going to change the bad relationship. You putting food in your mouth is not going to change the child that's being a brat. None of those external factors can change by you doing an internal activity. So step number one, therefore, is for you to pinpoint 
the thoughts. It's, it's, I'm going to tell you now, everything today starts with a P because I'm very into that sort of thing. Matchy, matchy, darling. It's all matchy, matchy. Step number one is to pinpoint the fucking thoughts that are tipping you over the edge. You need to weasel around up there and find out what is the root thought, and I use that term purposely, what is the root thought that is keeping this story going in your mind? Because as I say, I can find myself waking up in the middle of the night and thinking about this person. I find myself putting on makeup, thinking about the person, having the shower, thinking about the person, driving along, thinking about the person, having a fucking conversation with somebody else, still thinking about the damn person. There is a root thought underneath all of it. Your job is to weasel around inside your little brain and figure out what is the root thought that is keeping this story playing in my mind. Because let me tell you something right now. We have up to 60, or up to, we have around about 60,000 thoughts a day, every day, all day, every day, 60,000 thoughts. Here's where it gets good. 80% of those 60,000 thoughts are negative and 90 fucking 5% of those negative thoughts we repeat over and over and over. Do you see how this works? It's almost like some weird sort of scam. Your brain is going to, going to, because this is how it's wired, it's going to repeat the same negative shit and it's not going to change the story unless you interject and change it. So step number one is to weasel around in there and identify what is the root thought that is causing this story to generate. And it could be something along the lines of, this is unfair. I shouldn't be treated this way. This shouldn't be happening. Uh, what else? It can be things like, okay, so that's that's very internal focus, like that's poor me. Then there's the external focus where you can't, you don't want to look at yourself or examine yourself. So now you're just pointing fingers at the other person. They shouldn't. They, I wish they didn't. What is wrong with them? They're so crazy, like blah, blah, blah. All of those things we start thinking so that we are just pointing fingers elsewhere, but we never also in that case don't have to look at anything that's going on with us. Your job is to pinpoint the root thought And it's usually coming from one particular route. And then the second step is to take a fucking pause. The second step is to press the pause button and take a step back. You might want to grab a pen and paper and journal at that point. You might want to write down your feelings at that point. You might want to do the whole thing they suggest online sometimes, write the letter and then rip it up or write the letter to this person and burn it. I'm like, if I write a fucking letter, I'm going to shove it in their face. I'm best off not writing a letter. But you want to be able to pause. If that even looks like no writing at all, that might look like And this I am a fan of. You put your hand on your heart and you take three deep breaths. That's all it takes. Three deep breaths in and out to completely reset your nervous system. It doesn't take 15 minutes of you fucking meditation or some shit. It only takes three deep breaths. And if you can put your hand on your heart sort of center, it just helps channel the energy in that direction. I'm not even that much of a woo-woo person, but I I do find this to be true and helpful. So once you have identified the root thought and then you've taken that pause to just reset yourself and calm the fuck down, the third step is to pivot. What new thought or action can you take 
now. Because as I say to you, honey, please, what would you say? 60,000 thoughts a day, 80% of them are negative and 95% of those negative thoughts are on repeat in your mind. If you don't purposely change the story, it's not going to change on its own. So either you voluntarily plant a new story in there or get ready and just live with whatever story just keeps popping up on that 95% negative repeating situation as a result of your neglect to take action. I know this sort of sounds a little bit stern perhaps today. I promise you, I'm hoping that you can hear on the podcast that I'm certainly not by any means trying to tell people off. If you're watching me on YouTube, you probably would think that because my face can't move. But I will wrap it up and say that you can either choose to live because it is a choice. You can choose to live circumstantially or you can choose to live intentionally, but you can't have both. What I mean by that is you can either choose to live by reacting to whatever circumstances are going on at the time. Oh, they did this and they said that and I fucking hate that person and this and that over there. Like it's every, just reacting to all the shit and the circumstances that's going on around you. Or you can live with intention and focus and aligned with your personal values and decisions. When you choose to live that way, then I promise you whatever is going on around you, be it a person, an individual, or a, or a circumstance that's completely out of your control, you will live a life where you don't get as upset because it doesn't matter anymore what decisions other people are making, the things that other people are doing, the things other people are saying. They suddenly become less important because you are so focused on your goals, your decisions, where it is you want to go in your life with your food, your body, your weight, your relationship with food. Everything else is literally white noise to you. This is a place that I'm still working towards getting there, but I feel a lot fucking closer than I ever have been before. And I truly, truly believe that I have this particular individual to thank for that. So as I say to you, I have this situation and there's this person and I can't control them and all the stuff, the, the crazy that keeps going on. I, If I look at it, and I, I pause and I think, what is the root thought and what can I take out of this? I would probably, at this point, have to be very grateful because it's given me an opportunity to step up, get even clearer on my goals, block out the white noise and anything that doesn't align with where I want to go in my life and what I want to achieve for myself. And I just keep moving forward. My loves, if you have found today helpful or even mildly entertaining, please go ahead and share, you know, like, love and share on social. Please remember to tag me as you do so that I can share your stories. I'm sending you tremendous amounts of love. Thank you for spending another week with me. And of course, head on over, you know what I'm going to say, kyliepacks.com forward slash free course, honey. Share it with a friend. Share it with your bestie, kyliepacks.com forward slash free course. Be the first to know when the course comes out next week and you can start losing weight right now within the hour. I'm sending you tremendous amounts of love. I will see you all again next week. Until then, my gorgeous ones, bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember to shimmy your butt over to kyliepacks.com forward slash free course and sign up for my free weight loss training so you can start losing your weight now. You'll also find helpful notes and resources in my past podcast that will help you lose your weight without the BS diet drama. I'll see you next week.